0: Welcome to the Guernsey Press Arts Podcast, a podcast about the arts in Guernsey, produced by the press and presented by me, Simon Dullarue. In the last week, we've seen the main thoroughfare along our capital closed off to traffic for thrilling international athletics, cycling and triathlon events. But earlier this summer, and indeed for one day every summer for the last 10 years, we've seen those same streets closed in celebration of the arts. For this edition of the Guernsey Press Arts Podcast, I went down to Arts Sunday to speak to some of the stallholders about what they get out of it and the work or opportunities they hope to exhibit. We'll hear from them in a moment, but first I spoke to Guernsey Arts Head of Arts Development Russ Fossey, who's been involved in the event from the stars. He explained to me another of the elements of the new arts strategy which he's been telling us about on these podcasts, this time looking at the creative industries.
1: Well, one of the, the pillars of the of the arts uh, plan for the arts um, is um, to highlight the importance of the creative industries to Guernsey. Firstly, as a sector, and how big the creative industries uh, are, are as part of that sector. Um, currently, creative industries isn't measured individually. As a sector, um, so a lot of the creatives are sort of buried in, d- in different areas. So we're we're very keen to highlight that. Um, for su- to have successful m- for businesses, you have creatives in them, um, and then of course there is there is uh, you know wide ranging uh, number of creative businesses. You know de- nowadays anything through, through from gaming to marketing down to you know library gallery people etc cetera, etc, cetera. and of course artists. And and performers. Um, So we, uh, through the strategy, want want to highlight that there is a real benefit to creatives on the island and that needs to be supported through our education um, and and, and through, through society as a whole.
0: So, uh, what can Gonsi arts and government do then, practically, to uh, to push this along? Is it is it mainly through um, better incorporation into our cur- curriculum? Is that effectively it?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's really important within the cu- curriculum. I think that 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 is really really important, and so it and digital is really important as we, as we as we move forward. But I also think it's really important in a day like today we're down here at art sunday uh we have a hundred art and crafters down here today um 10 years ago when when we kicked art sunday off we struggled to get 10 stalls down here and over the years we've worked really hard on talking to people about um their art and coming down and and selling it and uh um you know making some some money from their art and they're actually doing that but actually further than that Coming together as 100 stalls creates a market. Uh, that market on the seafront creates vibrancy and that feeds into the wider economy. If you look now, we've got the, the restaurants, we've got the pubs, we've got the food vendors, um, they are all benefiting from basically the creatives creating that event Um, and of course this goes you know we then move into sort of uh, performance theatre our artists effectively and uh, Ollie Bailey-Davis is here with us today from the Guernsey Institute um,
0: just to talk about the importance of of that area as well. Yes Ollie um, you've got a, a stall down here have you been here in all of those 10 years or are you relatively new arrival here?
2: Well I've been on Ireland for about nine years and I think over the nine years I've been at Art Sunday in one form or another but obviously I'm here as the Princess Royal Centre for Performing Arts as the new Artistic Director um, with the Guernsey Institute so the last two years since I've been in that position we've been down at Art Sunday just to make sure that we're part of that narrative, part of the community and to try and build up as many connections as we can find.
0: And is that uh, principally connections uh, with people who happen to be wandering around here? Or are you actually able to make connections with all the other stallholders here and sort of build up um, opportunities uh, going forward for the use of your centre.
2: I think it's a bit of both, really. I just had a lovely conversation with a couple who are here for a week, who were looking for what's on in Guernsey. Um, I've got a our coming soon kind of list, um, and so I was able to point them in the direction of Spamalot and the Guernsey Tickets um, website. So to promote, like, how we, how you can access that for tourists is a really important thing, but also had another conversation with somebody who's moved here recently, who's a musician, who's interested in the space, a sound technician, and just trying to use, um, we also have a strategy that was written last year, and that's about being the center of excellence for performing arts in Guernsey uh, and the Bailiwick. And that's about us bringing together creatives and um, the industry as a hub, so that there is a space for people to go um, and work together collaboratively.
0: And of course, you're operating for, from what is a, a government run uh, facility. What is the one thing that could be done to better facilitate your uh, strategy
2: going forward, do you think? Um, central funding is key, as always, um, the money to support professional practice. Um, Having done the research around the strategy and stuff, we are looking at, you know, technically the P- Princess Royal Centre is like the National Theatre in London. It's a government-funded organisation, but what it doesn't have is a production budget. So we have the money to exist, but we don't have money to create. So there's a big piece of work that I'm currently under- taking on to look at how we can look at the culture and arts funding. Some money that I get through Tim Russell Production, which is our res- resident non-profit theatre company professional theatre company I get state's funding for that to do shows we do a year six um, show around transition I'm about to go into schools and do workshops for all year six students about transitioning to big school Um, but it's how we can expand that model to make a viable sustainable industry so people can walk out of finance, walk out of their their nine to five jobs, not have to just do it as a hobby or not just give away their training for free and actually get paid a living wage for the skills that they're being trained in. And that's where the Guernsey Institute and their post-16 campus training will come into play where we can actually be skills-based, really focused. The performing arts students at, from the TGI, 100% of students who want to go on to full-time higher education in the UK get places it's such a successful course The create young creative art students who come down who are makers and performers some of the stallholders now trained vocationally at the the TGI um, and it is a real foundation of how to become a creative individual
0: so a lot of this it sounds is, is about visibility being front of mind and obviously your presence here is a big part of that so Art Sunday must be it's uh, quite a quite an important date in your calendar I imagine
2: it is. It's one of those ones where, um, it, although it always comes around um, and you're like, oh, godness, that's like now, tomorrow. Um, so I don't know why I'm always doing it in a rush. But um, it is definitely a great thing to ha- for, for the whole of the creative industry to have. And the opportunities for performances uh, is brilliant for young people, but also all kind of professional or gigging artists. Um there's lots of different stages busking stages so it's a really great vibe you can kind of get a bit of taste of the whole spectrum from the kind of amateur to the professional to the kind of hobbyists to the skilled um, international artists it's a great um hodgepodge will be my word um of creative arts and uh, Russ,
0: uh, um, staying on the theme of, of this Art Sunday, as we're here, um, what are your plans for the future of it? I mean, you've, you've seen it grow already uh, to a great extent. Is is there any um, sort of further expansion you can envisage, or are you happy with the way it is? Well, I think it, it does
1: constantly evolve. I talked earlier about the, the arts market going from, you know, a very small market to a very large market. I think year on year, we see different different people coming down for different opportunities. And I think effectively, that's what Art Sunday is here for, to facilitate new uh, expanding um, opportunities. Um, just coming back to Ollie there, we, we and we talked recently ourselves here about um, uh, artists performing artists, musicians, trying to professionalise themselves locally. Um, Certainly over the last 10 years, what I've seen is um, a professionalising of a lot of uh, dance schools and a lot of um, music schools, um, where the artists perform in bands, but they've also set up successful music sports schools or or dance schools um so we're seeing we we are seeing a, a sort of step forward year on year on how we are starting to professionalize ourselves and um and i think we just need to continue that and i think we need to value that
0: Guernsey Arts Head of Arts Development, Russ Fossey there, and you also heard from Oliver Bailey Davis, the Artistic Director at the Princess Royal Centre for Performing Arts. So having heard all that, I was keen to get out along the sunny but windswept seafront and talk to some of the stallholders, beginning with the Sarnia Woodturning Club, where I met committee member Stuart Ingerill. I asked him what his club got out of being at Arts Sunday.
3: It's a good recruitment drive for us. we set out our stall and people can come and see what we do and hopefully join the club. Um, and it's also a chance for us to
0: sell a few of the products that we make. And um, how easy is it to entice people into wood turning? Do you find a, a lot of people knocking on your door or is it something that you need to sort of go out and, and uh, encourage people to get involved in? Definitely, we need to encourage
3: people. We need to have more members in our club. We do get quite a lot of interest. Um, but not everyone that takes an interest initially follows through with it because it it is quite an expensive hobby when it comes down to it but uh, it is very rewarding and it's quite good for mental health as well Um, when you're at the lathe you need to really concentrate on what you're doing and if there's anything else on your mind that tends to go away whilst you're turning so it's good it's good uh, therapy and it's just a fun hobby.
0: And um, when people come along and, um, and and get involved in your club, then are you able to offer sort of training and advice and tips, and oh, indeed yeah. use of equipment? We've got yeah, we've got uh, a good lot of
3: equipment um, and quite a few members that are experienced turners that are happy to give advice and uh, a little bit of tuition.
0: And so, what was the most recent thing you made? Uh, this mouse. Oh wow, that was very impressive. But, so, yeah, so you have got a, a in full costume. You, how long did that take you to make? Uh, I did that yesterday.
3: Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, so uh, I, I hadn't. Uh, of all the, you've got all these sort of uh, practical implements as well. So a, a lot of what you like to do is also decorative. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm a woodworker as well as a woodturner, and I tend to be fairly utilitarian when it comes to my woodworking. But for woodturning, that's I suppose I can show a little bit more artistic side.
4: Willow Meadowcroft.
0: Um, so can I ask them what you, what is Art Sunday mean for you as an artist to, as an opportunity to exhibit here?
4: I just think it's really nice um, to interact with the customers I think that's the main thing because normally I sell everything online so it's nice to actually see people face to face and chat about my art and have people show interest that's really nice I think it's the face to face thing which is what I like about it most.
0: And a lovely sunny day for it, a bit windy, but um, are you managing to keep all your uh, art upright and sell a few?
4: Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, I do have to keep going around and picking everything up and the gazebo is sort of on its last legs, but it's fine. It's, uh, yeah, I'm surviving.
0: (laughs) And have you made any sales yet today?
4: Not yet, but I've had lots of interest and lots of people coming over and having a chat and taking my business card. So sometimes that's sort of, that's really nice.
0: So it's not just sales on the day then, it's it's sort of um, getting your name out there and, and work known?
4: yeah exactly and it's meeting people as well which is really nice and they might message you you know a couple of months later and ask you to do a painting or yeah so it's just um yeah chatting
5: chatting to people is always nice Hi, yeah, my name is yasmin and i'm i'm known as yasmin ceramicist
0: and uh so you're a member of the guernsey arts network uh, can i ask you first of all um what it means to you to have this opportunity to have a stall on the seafront on a Guernsey Art Sunday?
5: I flipping love Seafront Sunday. I love the engagement with people. I love the opportunities that it gives to the artists that come along and display their work, who otherwise would be hiding at home saying, I can't draw. So we stick them out here to draw in front of people and chat to people. And it's just a great buzz. Really lovely for everyone and perfect weather today for making art.
0: And uh, what about your membership of the Guernsey Arts Network? How did that come about and what what, uh, opportunities or um, encouragements does that afford you?
5: Um, Guernsey Art Network is a massively embracing um, charity. We're actually a charity that support local artists. And we're here for the people that often get forgotten, overlooked, and the ones that are the kind of the shy artists that think they can't do it. GAN is here to support them, put on exhibitions, encourage them to show their art. And once they start making a few sales and they engage with people, they suddenly go, oh, perhaps I am an artist after all. So I love GAN, lovely people, lovely art.
0: Do you think there are a lot of uh, unconscious artists out there then, people who just don't realize they've got the talent or, or capability? I think everybody has an
5: inner artist bursting to get out, so yes, absolutely.
0: So, uh, Ben Fiore, uh, you're a photographer and you've got your wares for sale here. What does it mean for you to have a chance to come down here and uh, display your wares uh, on Art Sunday?
2: Uh, Seafront Sunday is an excellent opportunity to display my local canvases, local artwork uh, to all the locals and visiting people. Uh, i got a lot of space so I can hang up my big canvases here, which is pretty cool. And uh, it's also amazing to see, like, you get tourists here which haven't seen these locations they haven't seen these places so i can just explain to them like look this is the west coast then they'll go off and find it or you know i show them milky way pictures and they'll go and see the milky way in the middle of the night sorry my my gazebo's blowing everywhere <laughs> um, yeah it is um, so yeah it's just it's just cool it's very informative um it's fun and yeah just I, I love the social side of things down here so yeah it's cool
6: okay i'm liz potter and i'm the president of sarnia arts and crafts club
0: um, so, uh, what does um, Art Sunday mean for the Sanya uh, Arts Club? Well,
6: we love coming down to Art Sunday. We come every year, and uh, it's a brilliant way of um, sort of joining the community in um, a wonderful creative day. Really, uh, we bring all our sort of members' uh, work that people can see and buy if they want to, and uh, it's just a great day out. Fantastic atmosphere. Love it.
0: Uh, But this year you've got uh, more to shout about. Uh, You've got a particular project that uh, is very busy. You've got quite a queue here.
6: We certainly have, yeah. It's actually, we're we're the longest running arts club in Guernsey and we're going to be 100 years soon. So next June is the 100th anniversary of our very first exhibition, which was actually held uh, where Creasy's is now. And Victor Creasy was, in fact, one of our earliest members, which is why our exhibition was held over there and he'd literally just purchased the building at the time. So to celebrate all this, we are doing this project called One Brushstroke. And the idea is that it's a digital artwork and we are asking every islander to come down um, today and across the whole year. We're going to lots of different events and they add one brushstroke to a digital artwork on an iPad. And it's basically going to be an artwork created for Guernsey by the people of Guernsey, much like a digital um, Guernsey tapestry.
0: That sounds inspiring. How did you come up with that idea?
6: Oh, well, it was one of our members' ideas. Um, Initially, we were talking about doing a one-brush-stroke project, but at the time, of course, we were thinking really about canvas and paint. And then we got a little bit stuck because, you know, coming out to all these events, bringing canvases and pots of paint wasn't very practical, really. Um, And then, in actual fact, it was my partner, Stuart, who came up with the idea of doing it digitally, uh, which actually works fantastically because it takes us into the next century as an art club as well. Um, moving forward from away from traditional forms of art and into um, you know the digital age. Wonderful.
0: I, I can imagine one or two of your members perhaps being slightly sniffy about taking it down the digital route, but I suppose if it's if it's good enough for Hockney, it's good enough for, for you guys. Is that the, the counter argument?
6: Well, absolutely. And, and in fact, they've embraced it. Um, we've had a lot of our members, you know, really keen to do with their brushstrokes as well. And I think lots of us actually, it's been a bit of a learning curve, really, because most of us are, you know, as you know, more traditional artists. But uh, we're all really enjoying it. So and uh, I think everybody will be downloading the, the apps onto their iPads soon and, and uh, playing around with it. It's great.
0: No, no, no. Um, so where do we go to find that app then?
6: Uh, well, actually, it's an app called Procreate. Anybody can download it onto their uh, iPad. It's an, it's for iPads and I think there's an iPhone version as well. It's uh, very cheap to buy and, um, you know, anybody can do it. It's really accessible um, and it's, it's a great way to get into doing a little bit of doodling. You know, if you're on... Um, you know on the plane going over to England or whatever and you've got a few minutes to spare then just um, download the app and, um, and have a go it's great yeah.
0: um, So w- how can people take part in your one Brush brushstroke um, project then?
6: Well obviously today is our first day we've just launched the project about an hour or so ago uh, we've got a massive queue here waiting people waiting to do it, but it'd be wonderful to see more people come down and have a go. Um, we're then going to be taking it all round the island to all the events that we go to. We've got our big summer exhibition at Blancheland College um, 21st to the 30th of July, uh, sponsored by Arc. and uh, the project will be there then for those sort of 10 days that the exhibition is on. We're also going to the south show, the west show, we're going to do the vintage agricultural show. So we'll go to lots of events through the summer. And then um, from September onwards, we're going to go around the schools with it. We're going to do um, nursing homes, community projects. Uh, anybody who would like us to come, really, just get in touch and, uh, and we'll bring it along. And we we'll want to get as many people as possible involved and have their one brush stroke, bit of history for Guernsey.
0: So 100 years you've been going now. How many members do you have?
6: Uh, currently, I think we are somewhere between 100 and 150 members at the moment. Um, it fluctuates um, between 100 and 200 usually. But obviously, we are an art club for anybody over the age of 16 of any artistic ability and we'd love to have more members it's very cheap to join so um, and we're a very very sociable club we have lots of events throughout the year full program we bring artists over from the UK and beyond to give demonstrations and workshops Uh, lots of local artists also give demonstrations and workshops for members too we have lots of fun have a go nights um, you know for club nights and we have a painting group every week well it's actually paints or craft because we do a lot of craft work as well it's not all painting um, and um, yeah it's really friendly friendly group and um, you know we'd love to have more members yeah
0: well thanks for talking to the guernsey press and good luck with the next hundred years
6: thank you very much thanks
0: liz potter from the sarnia arts and crafts club speaking to me at art sunday earlier this summer And a reminder, then, that the club's big summer exhibition is at Blanchland College between the 21st and 30th of July, and that presents you with an opportunity to get involved in the One Brushstroke project, if you haven't already. And as Liz said there, they'll also be at the South Show, the West Show, and the Vintage Agricultural Show. That's all for this edition of the Guernsey Press Arts Podcast. If you've got an arts project or exhibition you'd like our listeners to know more about, please email me at sdelarou at guernseypress.com. Bye for now.